You're listening to It's Not Normal, It's Toxic with Dr. Heidi, a toxic relationship specialist. Here, we bring hope, healing, and freedom to those who have been affected by toxic relationships and emotional abuse. Learn to not only recognize a red flag when you see one, but have the courage to choose yourself and move forward in a life that's free from toxic control of others. Living in an environment that's not healthy for you can cause this type of abuse to be accepted as normal. The truth is, it's not normal. It's toxic. Hey everybody, it's Dr. Heidi. Welcome back. Uh, so I am sitting here at my dining room table this Saturday night before Christmas uh, by myself and I was actually thinking how pathetic it is that I'm staying home the Saturday before Christmas when I still have things that need to be bought and wrapped and shipped and I figured out why. Um, one, I want to do some goal setting for 2020. And when there's nobody around, that's how I function in the goal setting category the best. And something has been telling me to revisit um, some of the things that I talked about on last year's webinar. Um, the webinar was called Ho Ho Hopeful and it was the surviving the holidays with the toxic person. And even though you can go back in the episodes and listen to that whole um, recording, it's over an hour long, but I've had a lot of activity in my clients on the uh, Facebook pages in the support group because the holidays amp up toxic behavior. And so I really felt the need to touch on this. It may sound and come out very similar to um, the previous recording that I did last year, but you may be able to pick up something even if I just word something different, it might um, help you out just a little bit. So I call it Ho Ho Hopeful. Uh, part of the reason I've always called this workshop Ho Ho Hopeful when I do it is because there's a lot of you out there right now that are just really, really wishing the holidays were over. And how sad is it that we work ourselves up for the what's supposed to be the most joyful time of year and then all we really wish is that it was over so you can resume back to your autopilot schedule because you know what to expect when you're on autopilot, right? And so we find ourselves, we're supposed to be happy, we're supposed to be joyful, we're supposed to be sharing, we're supposed to be giving, you know, it's supposed to be the best time of all and we're finding ourselves just cannot wait till the second week of January so that things can go back to what we call normal. Um, you know, thinking back my upbringing and the visions that I have in my head of Christmas, we loved Christmas. Uh, now, of course, remember I grew up in Montana, so I don't know that there was a Christmas that we didn't have a white Christmas, right? And so the whole omniance of Christmas just really spoke to us as a family. It was a big deal. I was, you know, we were involved in every type of of activity that involved Christmas. There was a Christmas stroll. We, we were on the sledding hill every day. You know, there was all the church activities. There's the school program. Both sides of my parents, both of their families were big. 
So there was cousins and there was stockings and there was, it was just a really big deal. We always opened our presents on Christmas Eve because my parents really never did the Santa thing, um, which I had to learn as I grew up. I didn't know we had to do this Santa tricking the kids thing. And um, that was a learning experience for me. But the holidays for me, when I think back, weren't, weren't holidays. I mean, they weren't a season. It wasn't, oh, a month. It wasn't a week. It wasn't a day. To me, the holiday season was a whole vast thing that I now would call a feeling. Um, you know, there's smells of the holiday season. There's sights of the holiday season. There's lights. There's, you know, just a lot of things during the holiday season that you don't have the rest of the year. So that feeling that I can remember back w about the holidays when I was growing up was something that after I moved out and I guess grew up, I was never really able to capture that feeling. Um, it wasn't until, you know, a couple of years ago that I, re I realized it was actually the feeling I was chasing. It wasn't the tree. It wasn't the presents. It wasn't the traditions. It wasn't the, the parties, the gifts. It wasn't any of that. I was chasing the feeling of the holiday. And, you know, you've all been listening or if you've just tuned in, you'll find out soon enough that um, I have a history of toxic relationships in my life and it was the toxic relationships that really, really made me realize what a devastation the holidays could be. You know, I tried to instill the feeling that I remembered. You know, those traditions, I tried to do events, I tried to do the perfect gifts and the best decorating and all about giving and, you know, giving back and just being happy and joyful and everything's fun. And I spent years and years and years trying to recreate both for me and for my kids that feeling of the holidays, you know, and I could never figure out why I couldn't get it. Why can't I make my holidays like my mom made our holidays? And I, I guess after being in a toxic relationship for many, many years, I got to where some of you listeners are today going, can we just get the holidays over? Because the only thing, aside from, you know, the regular work that you do during the holiday season and aside from getting everything else done and pleasing everybody and hoping the perfect gift and getting here and running there and spending money and getting the lights up and, you know, all of that stuff, the only feelings I can ever remember um, during those years that I was in toxic relationships was anxiety, you know, fear, fear of the presence not being right, fear of, you know, ending up in a fight, fear of the silent treatment, just fear of what's going to happen next. Spent the entire holiday season walking on eggshells. And then at the end, you ended up disappointed and sad and feeling inadequate over the whole entire thing, just thankful that the the whole joyful season was over. And I think, you know, I, about a week after the holidays, I would have an overwhelming feeling of sadness. And, you know, I try to look back and feel back and think back. And it was another year had passed and it was another year I was unable to get that feeling of the holidays back. But it was another year that I was unable to give that feeling to the people around me. 
and you know going through it i felt it was my fault you know i felt it was my fault that my kids didn't get to experience that same close feeling of the holidays that i did and and it was because at that time nobody in my life seemed to care and i loved the holidays so you know going through it i realized eventually i'm not going to say very quickly i i realized eventually that the holidays were just too hard like it's just too hard i didn't know that being a grown-up and pulling off a holiday was this hard and i guess as the years passed and all of you know the longer you spend time in a toxic relationship the more numb you get to things you don't really get that happy and you don't really get that sad because if you can stay in the middle emotions won't affect you so i think as the years came the holidays became less and less of a big deal you know you didn't celebrate it as long you didn't decorate as much you didn't put that much thought into stuff because if you dreaded the holidays coming anyway why would you get all excited to be disappointed you know and you guys know exactly what i'm talking about to make the perfect holiday season you have to have a plan you have to have a schedule you go here you do this everything is timed stuff has to be wrapped on time stuff has to be shipped on time things need to be given and taken in parties and you know everything has to be planned during the holiday season and it's because it's supposed to be a happy time. It's a time of the year that you do stuff that you don't normally do. But I found myself, you know, what the holidays brought to me was no plans could be made because they were always the wrong ones. I very seldom got to see family because of the tactic that was used with isolation. Um, terrible gifts, canceling plans last minute, drama chaos last minute stuff all the time changing things up all the time unexpected things unpredictable inconsistent um people in my life being very needy toxic people are very needy during the holidays and i'll explain that a little bit more in a minute um picking fights every day was a fight if it wasn't a fight over money it was a fight over a gift or it was a fight over where we were going to go or it was a fight over what 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 someone's expectations were that were different than mine. And, and one of the things that bothered me the most was toxic people and the toxic people in my life were very good at normalizing holidays. They were taking a day that was supposed to be special and a, a time in the year that was supposed to be special and just made it like any other day. You know, we couldn't change the work hours because it was all about money. We couldn't, you know, stop anything for five minutes to do anything and celebrate anything. Everything was very chaotic so that you couldn't concentrate on a joyful holiday season. And then here's me, because if you talk to any of my friends, in fact, we were talking about this last night, I'm a little bit of an energizer bunny. So I, it takes a lot to knock me down. So every year when Christmas was coming, I would always think to myself, and sometimes I would write it, this is going to be the best Christmas ever, you know, because as the kids get bigger and they grow up and they start understanding and everything is fun and they can help. And this is going to be the best Christmas ever. Christmas ever. I would say that the whole month of November, this is going to be the best Christmas ever. But every year of my involvement in the relationship that was unhealthy for me, what I thought was going to be the best Christmas ever 
always ended up just wishful thinking. So why did the holiday, the holidays not feel the same? There, and I, I have, I know I did say this in that last time I said this, there was, there was really no merry in Christmas. There was zero happy in holidays. There was no joy to the world and there was definitely no peace on earth. And I just got to where it was like, okay, let's do Christmas day and be done. Let's just do it one day, get it over with, you know, and looking back now that I understand the way a toxic person thinks, the way a toxic person works, the tactics they use, the things that they need, I know exactly why the holidays went the way they went in my past. But when I was in it, I didn't understand it. Looking back, plain as day to me. Um, some of you listeners, it's not going to be plain as day. But as you learn and as you grow and as you educate yourself on your situation for what it really is, this is going to make total sense to you also. Um, I always thought that because the holidays didn't work out and because there was always fights and there was chaos and there was no plans and there was everything was just up in the air, I always felt like it was my fault. Because I didn't plan, I would plan from the beginning of November some of this stuff. And I think everything was perfect. And when it all blew up in my face, I felt like it was my fault. And at the end of the day, it had nothing to do with me. You know what? It would have been ruined no matter how cute the tree was, no matter how perfect the presents were, how much money was spent or how much wasn't spent, no matter how well planned it was, how organized it was, or what type of wife friend, etc. I was. It would not have made any difference. And I think that many of you understand that, but I've talked about toxic relationships a lot. Obviously, you guys know, I don't know what episode number this is, but I've talked about toxic relationships a lot. That's that's what I do for a living, right? And I remember when I, the first time I wrote this, um, I wrote it as a workshop, but it had me very upset. Because by the time I processed and really got down on paper what had happened to my holidays, it it made me really, really sad. So, you know, I I know there's people out there right now listening to me just going, Yes, I get it. Tell me what tell me what it tell me why they act the way they act and tell me what I need to do because the next two weeks are gonna be a shit show. Right? And that's kind of what I wanted to go into. I'm hoping I can keep it a little bit brief. And then if people have questions, they can message me or something like that, because I don't want to get it super, super long. But now um, you'll have a few days before Christmas if you can get it listened to. Um, why are toxic people difficult around the holidays? You know, and the holiday season is one thing, but it's not just the holiday season. It's any day that is to be celebrated. It's Christmas. It's New Year's, it's birthdays, it's anniversaries, it's graduations. It's any day that draws attention off of them onto something else. And there's a bunch of different reasons why toxic people do the things that they do during the holidays. So I want to go through a few of those. One, every one of you have already heard me say toxic people need, say it with me, control, power, attention, and admiration. Where does your attention go when the holiday season kicks up? The focus is not on the toxic person during the holiday season. Why? We're buying gifts. We're making plans. We're baking. We're cooking. We're going to events. We're accommodating everything. And on top of it, we're excited and we're happy, which means our attention is not on the toxic person. 
So when our focus is not on them, they would see absolutely no reason to celebrate, right? If they can't be the center of attention all the time, they're going to start to be ornery. Because if they're ornery enough, they'll get your attention and probably everybody else around them's attention. If they're miserable, you're going to cater to them to keep them happy. If they're crabby, you're going to make sure that you uh, see what they need to be happy. If they're upset about something, you're going to fix it. And when you're doing all of this catering and fixing, your attention is on them. Your attention is not on the holiday season. You're going to jump up. You're going to do what you can. Jump through the hoops to keep their mood up. For one, so you're not embarrassed. Two, so that you don't have to pay for it when you get home. And three, so that everybody else thinks everything is normal. The holiday season is not all about them. And if it can't be all about them in a good way, they're going to make it all about them in a bad way. And some examples of that is, number one, pain in the butt, they won't answer their phone. Because the minute... They don't answer your phone. What is your brain doing? And this is, you know, this is any, any toxic relationship. Fam, family members that are toxic operate the same exact way as an intimate partner that's, that's toxic during the holidays. You know, they're big on money. They're big on presents. They'll tell you what they want for a present. And if they don't get it, then they're mad. Okay, how grateful is that? Would most... Most of us don't complain about the presents we get. Most of us are very grateful for the presents we get. Not a toxic person. They will make sure that you know it's not the right shape. It's not the right model number. It, you didn't spend enough. It's not the right brand. Because remember, toxic people criticize so that they feel better. Toxic people feel better when other people are struggling. So they're very good at criticizing stuff that goes on during the holidays because that keeps the attention on them and it makes them feel better and makes you feel worse during this joyous joyous holiday season. So they don't like to answer their phones because that immediately puts your attention on them. They, all the plans that are made, they just won't show up. They know where they're supposed to be and they don't show up because what happens when they don't show up for something? Everybody there wonders where they're at. So everybody there is paying attention to them. And if everybody there is happy and they do show up, they're going to be the crabby one that sits in the corner. Or they're going to be the loud, obnoxious one. Both of those tactics get them the attention that they want. The other thing with toxic people, because toxic people are not um, empathetic, I use that word loosely, but they're not empathetic like we are. It's hard for them to find joy in giving to people and serving people and helping people. It seems like a waste of time for them. You know, this is about me. This is about the attention on me. The holidays are about me. My birthday's about me. The anniversary's about me. If it's not, if it's about somebody else, I'm going to make the somebody else miserable so it then reverts to be about me, right? So why in the world would a toxic person waste their time or their money on people that they don't like or that they don't value? Toxic people don't do intimacy the way we do. So special occasions with family and friends is too intimate for them to handle. So them being crabby in the corner or them being obnoxious or them pulling out a personality that you may or may have not seen before is going to get the attention and it allows the intimacy of the family gathering to be lightened a little bit. 
Special occasions, they make people feel important. But toxic people can't handle it when somebody else feels important. So the best way they know how to do it is to ruin it so that the attention goes on them. You know, they'd rather start a fight um, than have to participate in something happy, like a family game, you know, or a family tradition. They'd rather start a fight about how stupid it is or how they don't like it so that they're the center of attention. Um, you know, and then they'll leave you hanging too. They don't have any conscience of, oh, sorry, I ruined your plans. They, they will leave you hanging, waiting for them. Um, you'll be late to different things. And again, it's all so that they are in control of the holidays and they have the attention. Um, they, they'll cancel. They'll pretend to be sick. They'll pick a fight on the way to an event. And if I could say, and I could see you, I'd say, everybody who has experienced this, raise your hand. Family members, toxic family members, pick fights during the holidays. The reason they pick fights is that puts the attention on them. Okay? So if you, if you hear what I'm saying, all of their tactics are taking the attention off the holidays, off the family, off the happy, and dumping it right onto them. And, you know, misery is a toxic person's default. Ruining other people's joy keeps them in control. So if something's making you happy, they're going to ruin it because then they know they're in control, which is why, and I've talked about this on other episodes, why your birthday is not the same when the toxic person is involved. I was just talking to somebody last night and she said, I don't remember ever opening a Christmas present from my mother until I moved out. There was no attempt to celebrate Christmas until she moved out. So there was a switch, right? The, she wanted to get her attention when she lived there by not giving her a gift. And then when she moved out and started cutting her out of her life, that's when she started getting gifts. So she, once again, would get the attention. You know, so if you can start understanding how they think, it's much easier for you to maneuver through special occasions and through the holidays. But when they can take your joy away, it makes them feel super powerful and it makes them feel super important. Um, you know, the in-law that you, it makes the day awful and they nitpick and you can't do anything right. It's because they don't want you to have a joyful holiday season. They want your attention on them and everything that you can't do right. You know, and this goes for everything. Sisters, brothers, in-laws, friends, coworkers, the whole holiday season gets disrupted because the toxic person's life gets, I'm going to restart that. The whole holiday season gets disrupted by the toxic person because the toxic person gets disrupted by the holiday season. It's a great big cycle. Um, so what do we have to do in order to make it through the holidays? You know, some of this works, some of this doesn't. I know as well as you do, not everybody's situation is the same. Um, everybody's toxic person is a little different. The situation, the type of relationship is a little bit different. But toxic people, in general, make the holiday season or any special occasion very unpleasant. So what I want you to start doing is remember who they are. Because expecting them to be something that they're not is expecting too much and you're going to end up disappointed. Accept them for who they are. So if, if you've been, 
you know, if you've known this person, if you were raised by this person, if you worked with this person, if you've been friends with this person and every year on the holidays or your birthday, it gets ruined. Don't expect it to not get ruined this year because you're not going to be disappointed then. You, it's not near as hard to stomach if you already know it's coming. Actions of the toxic people, if you, you know, shouldn't surprise you. If you've been listening to my podcast or if you've been one of my clients or if I've been teaching or if you've been learning from the internet or learning from, from somebody else, it shouldn't come as a surprise to you because they use the same playbook and they use it for the same reasons. So during the holidays, you're going to want to fight because you want your holiday season perfect. Resist fighting. That's what they want. They want a reaction. That's why they pick fights. That's why they're late. That's why they change the plans. That's why they don't show up. So they can cause a fight and ruin your holidays. And a fight always causes more drama. You always hear the families go, I don't know, my whole family fights over the holidays. There's a toxic person involved in that family somewhere. Okay. Don't take comments personally during the holidays. Your attention is other places. So they're going to turn up the volume. They're going to turn up the comments. They're going to turn up the criticisms, the comparisons, anything that will belittle you, they're going to turn up. So if you want to make it through the holiday season, don't take the comments personally because anytime you hear one, yeah, it's going to hurt your feelings, but stop. Tell yourself toxic people feel better when other people are struggling and they're having a tough time not having all the attention. And then you have another little cup of eggnog and you go back out to the event. You can either expect them to show up or you expect them, you can either expect them to not show up or you can expect them to show up and steal the show because either way they're getting the attention. So, so because you know what's going to happen, don't be surprised when it does. The other thing during the holidays, don't treat them the way they're treating you. Just because you know you're going to get a crappy gift which again, brings your attention back to them. You know, why does somebody that's, that I'm close to give me a crappy gift when I give them a very good gift? They do that on purpose. So you focus on them, but don't treat them the way they treat you during the holidays. Because if you do, they're gonna say that they're the victim and you treated them so poorly. So because you're a good, kind, caring, loving person, you do the holidays like you do the holidays. Always have an exit plan during the holidays. You don't have to be stuck anywhere. I just went through this with one of my clients. She had to be at um, a place with a toxic person because they're family members and you don't, you can't always cut family members out for five days. And we talked extensively on the fact that you are allowed to leave. You know, if you get upset or something happens, you are allowed to leave, cool off, you know, call me, we'll chit chat about it. Let's get you know, understand why it happened and you're going to be fine. And, um, you know, she just actually texted me a few minutes ago. The week went fine because she knew exactly what to expect. She knew exactly what the tactics were. She knew exactly why he was doing them. And she was able to enjoy the holiday season with that part of her family and not feel like she was losing her mind. So, and keep the holidays in perspective. Even though we want the holidays to be the most joyous time of the year, at the end of the day, it's still just another day. So anybody out there um, that has walked in the shoes that I've walked in, you know, I didn't have my kids all the time. And it was because of this toxic cesspool mess. Um, and 
I had to remind myself on the Christmas days that I didn't get to see them or talk to them or hear from them at all, sometimes for weeks or months. I had to remind myself, I know the rest of the world is celebrating Christmas, but it's, it's really just another day. So I can celebrate the next time I see them. So if you're in a situation like that, even though it breaks your heart and it makes the holidays so hard, just remember it's, it is just a day and you're going to make it. Okay, now I have tears in my eyes. I don't know why, but thank you very much. So vow to enjoy your holidays despite a toxic person's issue. If you can understand that the reason they're struggling and the reason they're worse is because the attention's not on them, you should be able to enjoy your holidays a little bit more because remember, they want a reaction. So if you can pinpoint and see the red flags when they're coming, you should be able to a little bit more calmly go through the holiday season. I think that I could probably remember good times or good memories through most of the holidays, but it's very, very spotty. Um, I just remember hurrying up through them and getting them over with. And, um, I remember putting all the presents away and just getting everything done so that it didn't have to carry on, uh, you know, into the new year. And that makes me super sad now because now my kids are grown. And even though we love having holidays and the Christmases and, um, different events that we celebrate now are not like they used to be. You know, it makes me sad to think that I, um, makes me sad to, oh, I think my Amazon orders are here. Yay, finally, I can wrap presents tonight. But it makes me sad to think that I missed out on a lot of that stuff. So, you know, if you're one that is waiting for the holiday season to get over, maybe this podcast can put it in perspective for you a little bit. If you have any specific questions, um, I've been pretty busy answering questions through Instagram and Facebook this week, but I will try to get to them. Um, otherwise, I hope this helps you and I hope you enjoy your holiday season. And just remember, next year is another year. Tomorrow is another day. Next week is another week. And you're going to be just fine. The more you learn about the character traits of the toxic person, the more power you're going to gain to understand them and free yourself from them. So happy holidays to everybody. You may hear from me, you know, again during the holidays, but something just told me there's people out there today that needed to hear this. So Make your holiday season not about them. Regardless, make it about you and what you want in your life. And picture your holiday season next year, maybe in a different spot. Because you don't have to take toxic people out of your life 100%. But what you do have to do is you have to make it so that toxic people no longer affect your life. And they no longer affect your well-being and your health. So make that a goal. Start thinking about how you'd like your next holiday season to look. We've got 52 weeks between now and then to make your holiday season next year more enjoyable, more peaceful, and more pleasant. So happy holidays from Dr. Heidi and happy holidays from the Coaching with Dr. Heidi staff. Thank you for listening to It's Not Normal, It's Toxic. If your life is being affected by a toxic relationship, visit coachingwithdrheidi.com 
and take our free toxicity profile analysis. Or schedule a personalized consultation with Dr. Heidi. You can also follow us on Instagram at Coaching with Dr. Heidi or join our private Facebook group at Strength Within. Take your first step to freedom today. And remember, it's not normal, it's toxic. Oh, 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 oh,